Hey, this is Tom Gray. Welcome to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. I hope you had a great Christmas. This episode is for release date of December 27th, 2022. And this is going to be the second part of a two-part interview that I got to have with Santa. And so you think that uh, Santa's done? Uh, just wait till you hear how he answers what December 26th and after is like for him and pull away the lessons because it's the, that way for all of us. You know, there's uh, you're never totally off the clock. The, the, the world is always watching. Little eyes are always on you. And so the influence you're making as a revolutionary on society, as you experience a revolution of soul of your own soul, that that influence is always happening, or at least it's got the potential to always be happening, even on December 26th for someone like Santa. <laughs> so uh, yes, we do have vacation days. We do take our rest along the way, but uh, but the influence is always happening. The, the, the stakes are always uh, significant every moment of every day, every heartbeat. So enjoy this. And I'm not even going to come back on at the end. We're just going to let the interview end when it ends. That'll be the end of the episode. So let me just say right now, as the new year is upon us, that uh, we're going to start our episodes beginning January or the, the beginning of January there. I'm going to do a book review of the book called Atomic Habits. And it, hopefully it won't be one of those, uh, you know, super boring um, public broadcasting style book reviews. What I want to do is pull the high impact revolutionary uh, depth uh, meat out of the book. It, it is a, it's a, super uh, revolutionizing, revolutionary book, Atomic Habits. And the start of the year is the best time, uh, you know, to start uh, to, to give it some focus, because that's the time of year when we really are thinking about what needs to change and how am I going to change it. The turning of the calendar is an awesome opportunity to turn some things around. It's when revolutionaries really kick into high gear. But what we'll need to understand and what I'm going to draw out of that book, and I'm looking forward to you joining me in the in the journey together is you know, we can make these big pronouncements of what we're going to change. We can make some big statements. Uh, we can join gyms, for, you know, get, sign up for the memberships or whatever. We, we can make all kinds of uh, proclamations, but proclamations don't really change anything. It's the patterns of behavior, i.e. habits. It's the incremental daily practices. And so tapping into that, is where the real change takes place, both as a, for souls and society. So we're going to start by using the great material in that book for the first few episodes of 2023. And then I want to remind you, put it on your calendar, go to our website and get your ticket already if you would. But our, our next uh, live event, our This Stuff Matters Live lunch is coming up Wednesday, January 25th. It'll be here very quickly. Go ahead and get your ticket. Maybe give that as a gift. I know Christmas is done by this point, but uh, bring you know, treat some people to come with you. Joe Hamilton is going to be our special speaker that day at the Cumberland Maggiano's there at the Cumberland Mall area uh, here in Atlanta. So anyway, just make note of that. And, and just for the rest of this episode, dive in and enjoy hearing uh, take two or part two of our interview with Santa. What are, um, you know, some of the, you mentioned the kids ask challenging questions, but but these things from your perspective as a, as a believer in Jesus, a follower of Jesus, obviously, you know, those things open doors to pointing them, you know, kids are in awe of, kids are overwhelmed sometimes by yes, the magic and mystery and wonder of Santa, but to be able to kind of point them up 
you know, even higher than the magic and wonder of Santa is something I know you are committed to. And uh, how have you seen just the effort you make here to be Santa? Have you seen the opportunities? Oh, well, like a lot of times you do stuff for your kids that you wouldn't normally do. Mm. So to be able to give them the opportunity to come and hear about Jesus Mm -hmm. or what the season means, you've got the parents bringing them to you. Mm -hmm. So you need to capitalize on that. And it doesn't have to be like a church service. You just little, you just drop little hints to them. Right. And that really, that really hits home. And there's things that um, I enjoy is some of the photographers that I use or that use me, um, they give me the opportunity to take pictures of me praying with the children. Oh, wow. So when you have parents that are willing to, and ask for that photo of Santa praying with their children, yeah, you know, it's like, you can't, you just don't get that. You don't get it at school. You don't get it right. many places, church. Mm. And then, you know, at a Santa visit, who right. would have thought, you right. know, right. Yeah, but, but you capitalize on those, and in a lot of times the parents, they're like in the background, and they're like, you know, they're right. He's right. He's got it. Mm-hmm. And I need to remember that and look back into my childhood, which some of them may not have been exposed to it, but they can see that being Christmas, being joyful, and the true meaning of Christ coming for us. Mm-hmm that's the key. And then a lot of times it'll trigger them and then they can start, they'll start looking at things differently and then they'll start researching. And then sometimes they'll, you know, yeah, start seeing how it makes their child happy mm-hmm. and they want to keep their child happy. Don't you feel like, and you've got to have a unique seat uh, to observe this phenomenon. That's, that's incredible to me. So I think, you know, so many things that are true of of what's so attractive about Santa to all of us, kids of all ages, that we want to. I mean, we were joking about, I love the Wendy's commercial where the guy thinks, oh, and he goes and <laughs> he sits in the guy's lap. It's just awesome, even though he's an adult. But, um, you know, some of the things that are so attractive about Santa to us are the same kinds of things that we see in the Bible about some of those qualities about Jesus, you know, loving, accepting, you kind of know you're going to get um a unique quality of love and and embrace from this person and so we we read in fact as i'm preparing for the for some of the sermons we'll have at our church coming up it is a couple of those encounters where people are bringing their children to jesus for him to lay their his hands on them and to bless them there's kind of a a little bit of a similar phenomenon and so i i think uh, the parents are drawn the kids are drawn but doesn't it just speak? And maybe I'd love to hear your observations about the condition of the human heart that that draws us to Santa, and in the sense of we we need love. We want to know we're loved, and we want to be in that place, or be on the guy's lap, or in the arms of of the one who loves us. That's right. When they come, when well, as you know, children mm. they love unconditionally, mm. and that's the way that we sh- we should be. Yeah. So we end up learning a lot from the children that they they could lead their parents to the Lord. Mm, yeah. And another little thing that we do is the, the legend of the candy cane. Yes. Love that. 
And you can't have a Santa visit without one. Oh, so very nice. Thank you very much, Santa. But a lot of times the children, they see a piece of candy and they don't, a lot of them are so young, they can't read. Mm-hmm. But even if the parent believes or doesn't believe, they say, what does that say? That's, what did Santa give me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they in turn read it and they reading it to the child, mm-hmm. but they're reading it for themselves as right. well. Right. And then hopefully they won't be able to look at a candy cane as just a piece of candy anymore. I love it. I love it. All right. So this whole thing and one of the kind of the broader context, anybody who uh, is kind of set the course of their life to, to make a difference, to influence in the, for the right reasons in the right direction, whether it be the people closest to them or the society at large, whatever the case is. The the life of a revolutionary is is exhausting. <laughs> it's hard, and this has got to be exhausting for you. How do you how do you keep find that energy to keep going? And tell me about December twenty sixth. Is it like a? <laughs> it is, but you have to really be on point on December twenty sixth because if a child does not receive something that they really wanted, wow, I didn't think about that. So you've got to you've always got to be on your toes, and it doesn't matter if you're at a restaurant at the Home Depot, Walmart, wherever, <laughs> they will seek you out. Wow. And so it it's a lot like our daily walk. We've always got to live by example. You never know who's watching. Mm-hmm. And you need to, as during the Santa season, you'll try to always be jolly, mm-hmm. which is, is very hard. But it is tiring. Mm-hmm. And you just have to realize that, there's going to be times when you're not always jolly and happy, but you just power through it. And, you know, through God's help, you're able to just keep going. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the the rewards outweigh the, the tired nights, the long right. nights, the days of being in a hot suit all the time. It's, it's nothing to the reward that you get mm-hmm. from doing it. Mm-hmm seeing a child happy or when you do a, um, an assisted living home, mm-hmm. when you go to assisted living home, you know, we, as we get older, the parents become the child again. Yeah. Yeah. And when you go into an assisted living home, a lot of the people, they don't have a lot of people visiting them and seeing them, but when you can go in there and they may not be in the best of health or, you know, in their last days, mm-hmm it allows them to reflect back to a happier time Mm -hmm. and you get them engaged about what kind of Christmases they used to have Mm -hmm. and what it means to them and make sure that, you know, they're on the right path, that they know the real, the real meaning behind it to make sure that when their days here on this earth are gone, that they do receive that ultimate present. Yes. Amen. So Mm, that's great. Well, what a treat to get to have you join us on the on this episode today. And um, other people I know who know you said he's got to write a book someday. So I don't know, you have a book maybe my, out there. My wife, she's the, she's the writer, and we've been we keep up with um, the different events that uh, have certain things that stick out. Yeah. And she, for some reason, she likes to keep up with what the kids are asking for every yeah. year. Hmm. And there's always one odd, like this year, the odd gift that several kids have asked for has been an alarm clock. Really? Interesting. So it's like, what does that mean? You know, you try to figure out, you know, you, but you get the PlayStations, the virtual reality, right? You get all of those type yeah. things yeah. as well. But mm-hmm. 
and you can understand those. Yeah. But there's always those that are that are different. Huh. That's really interesting. Yeah. That that in and of itself probably there's a societal tracker or something that you're able to track trends just by the the requests that you you field each year from year to year. That's fascinating. All right. Well, when you have the book come out, can you come back? Oh, and I sure on? will. Right. I sure will. Well, Jared, thank you so much for being here for right. me today. I enjoyed it. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Sam. I hope you. everybody enjoys the season and remembers the real reason behind the season. Yes, sir. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. This is Tom Gray, and this stuff matters. <laughs>